Welcome back to Just for the Health of It. I'm your host, Emily Gary Falakis. With us now is Dr. Mark Bubbs, a naturopathic doctor and, the, and sports nutrition lead for the Canadian men's national basketball team. He's also an author and an educator, father of two, and passionate about getting people to live healthier lifestyles, moving well, and sleeping better. Welcome, Dr. Mark. Thanks so much for having me on. Appreciate it. And I really love um, to hear a little bit about people's stories. And I know you have a, a neat story that led you to kind of where you're at with nutrition and even writing books and starting to lead, you know, big sports teams or um, others with, with disease and uh, difficulties in their, in their life. Do you want to share a little bit about what, where that all kind of started for you? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I mean, when I was in younger in high school, played lots of sports and was very active and, um, you know, unfortunately was, was getting more sick and run down frequently and just couldn't identify what was going on. And, um, I've been to see my doctor and, and gotten a little bit of help. But I would always regress. And it wasn't until I saw someone who was actually a naturopath who was into nutrition that actually just tweaked up what I was doing in terms of things that I was eating. And, and lo and behold, you know, a few weeks or a month later, I was, I felt better than ever. And so that sort of really cued into me this power of food and what we're eating is really has a massive impact. And I, in university, I was going through the pre-medical studies and it just sort of really hit me that you know, I wanted to focus on, on, what, on food, what people are eating in terms of things like movement as well and lifestyle factors. Those are like the big rocks in terms of preventing chronic disease, but also uh, on the athletic side of things. And even today in the research, we see that you know, nine out of 10 chronic disease conditions are diet, exercise, and lifestyle based, uh, which, is, which is possible. Well, people know that I really do have a say in things. And of course, on the athletic side as well, you know, what you're eating training, sleep are, are really key things as well. So that would really trigger the passion for me at the outset. Mm-hmm. I think it's it's so important and empowering to send that message that that you can change where you're at if you're suffering with poor health. Like you have the power, you have the tools, and it can be a, such a wonderful experience once you know how. And I think that's where we both have that similar passion of just, you know, the power of food, the power of, even for you, like movement, that athletic side is so, so important as well. Um, and, and we're coming into November and people, this is when people really start to notice whether the symptoms were there in the summer, but they kind of get exacerbated with the cold and the dark or their moods affected more or whatever they're feeling. It just kind of cut in flames this time of year and we're rolling into those dark months and that can really affect how we feel and how um, our outlook is on our health and we kind of are looking for what can we do to cope with these months Um, what are some of your favorite things that you see um, work for people that whether that be your athletes or or your clients that you're seeing um, or your top kind of nutrition lifestyle tips Absolutely. I think this time of year, I mean, as the days get darker and shorter, you know, we're really designed uh, from an evolutionary perspective to be resting more, sleeping more. Uh, But unfortunately, most people's schedules get busier as the season goes on and as we get into the holidays. So that's what they call social jet lag, where our bodies are designed to be getting more rest, but we're actually on the go more, you know, leaves us more prone to being run down and tired, leaves our immune system more depleted. So we have more opportunities to catch cold and blues. And of course, if you have kids in schools or daycares, then you're even more exposed. So the question becomes, well, what do you do? Well, first thing, if we talk lifestyle, is just on the sleep front of actually trying to get more sleep. So trying to tuck into bed a half hour, an hour earlier, is a great way to allow the body enough time to regenerate, 
um, and allow the immune system to do its job. So that would be job one. The next one in the winter time, vitamin D is really crucial. It's very important. Obviously, we're getting that from the sun and in the winter months. Many people, you know, you go from your warm house to your warm car to the office and by the time you get home, the sun's gone down. So we see very little light. So, you know, a couple thousand IU of vitamin D, you know, see your doctor if you're looking to go for higher doses, but make sure you get that tested is another great one. And the third one for me is the, definitely one that I've been doing for, for many years now is, is bone broth. So mm. this is uh, really crucial because this is actually something that we all, in traditional diets across the world, we used to always use the entire animal, you know, using the mm-hmm. bones in some type of, of broth or uh, simmering to, to extract all the possible nutrients. And it has actually a really major impact on the immune system as well. Uh, helps to boost what's called your innate immune system, which is the sort of first line of defense, uh, kind of manning the wall, so to speak, to prevent infections from coming in, as well as triggering your adaptive immune system, which is this part of your immune system that, 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 that seek and destroy almost like a navy kill that goes after the, the bugs once they've come in. So that's a really nice way to um, start to support immunity, especially as the days get shorter and darker. And of course, things like bone broth you know, can be made at home or you know, there's some wonderful new products now as well um, with Organica's bone broth that you can use. It's really convenient. Mm-hmm. And I I love bone broth, too. I feel like I've been preaching it forever. And I'm so happy to see that it has actually become a little bit of a trend and that people are starting to see it as, oh, this bone broth people are making. And it's kind of on social media and it's that that message is spreading, although it's such a traditional, ancient kind of ritual that that every culture had. And um, I've been getting people come on, you know, getting on that train for so long. But for a lot of people. It's, you know, they think, oh, it's so uh, intimidating or time consuming or they're just it never seems to turn out for them. You name it. I know years ago uh, I have I have there's five of us, five kids in my family and, and one of my sisters, you know, she was doing that busy schedule, full time student, full time working. And she said to me, oh, can you make me some extra meals? You know, and we had this agreement. And so one of the things I was making for her was broth. And she would love that. She would drink that and sip that throughout her days. And this was for a few months. And so after uh, I stopped, she said, uh, I want to make that broth now. And and every time I make mine, it just doesn't turn out. So she would kind of get discouraged, like mine's not as good as yours. And uh, so some people can get intimidated, but it's such an important uh, tool and foundation. And it, like you said, people use the whole animal. I mean, they didn't waste things. And I think we just don't have that same mentality but the benefit of not wasting was greater than they may even have ever known for their body um, with the minerals and, and even protein and all these other constituents that would be extracted. Now, when we're talking about bone broth, um, we're not just talking about, you know, the carton broth or st- stock that you would get from the grocery store. What are you referring to? Yeah, and so I think one of the things that you sort of touched on there, if we can sort of circle back, is uh, around this idea of the things that we used to eat. And of course, we used to eat the whole animal, which meant that, you know, the amino acids, which are the building blocks of protein, the profile of the muscle meats that we eat are different collagenous tissues. Um, and of course, nowadays, most people don't chew or gnaw on those cartilaginous bits. So we actually, um, you know, muscle meats are more dominant in the amino acid called methionine and the bone broth or these connective tissues in animals are more dominant than another amino acid, which is called glycine. And so this balance becomes really key. And this is one of the sort of fundamental reasons why getting a little bit of this into the diet is so key, um, along with some of the other nutrients that we talked about. So things like collagen, 
Uh, bone broth is a, a wonderful source of collagen. The organic is, uh, bone broth is actually a chicken bone broth, so that's made of a type 2 collagen, which is preferential to the joints. Um, so this is really interesting because, the, again, these amino acids which make up proteins, uh, there's a different pattern in this type of, in, in things like bone broth. And these are preferentially taken up by the joints. And so we see a lot of really cool research um, specifically on collagen or gelatin, which share the same amino acid profile. Uh, and if you time this about an hour before movement or exercise, it can really help to increase the uptake into joints. That can be a nice mm -hmm. way for people who are struggling with joint pain, joint discomfort to kind of get those things in. Hmm. I, I like that angle because I've always known bone broth to be helpful for the joints. Um, but I like that you're saying, you know, even before after movement as kind of the time to use it when you're having some issues. And of course, ongoing is, is important too. But collagen has become um, a hit as well on its own. And it is one of those major constituents that you are getting in a, a slow simmered bone broth. And I think that's the important part of it is that when we're making bone broth, that it does take time. It's not a couple hours just for the flavor. We're looking to release the nutrients over a slow period of time um, into the water so that when we strain away those bones, we're, we're left with kind of a golden, wonderful uh, liquid that contains more than the eye can see um, and tastes wonderful too. But a lot of people don't have the time. So ever since um, the uh, Organica bone broth powder has hit uh, the shelves at goodness me, people are going nuts because they have heard about bone broth or they've, you know, they try to make it. Maybe they don't make it regularly enough or maybe they've wanted to try and they just know that they'll never get around to it. And so the powder making it so easy to just add to hot water. Um, what are some of the ways that you see people using the bone broth powder um, and incorporating it into their kind of healthy lifestyle? Yeah, I think just sipping it as a tea is a great way to start. Um, you know, for me, end of the day, evening is a great time to add it in rather than having a cup of tea or something. There's actually a ginger flavored one that Organic has brought out. And the nice part about adding it in the evening is this, again, this amino acid glycine is it mm -hmm. helps to relax the nervous system, right? Most of us are, if you're busy all day, if you're running around, even just being connected, uh, you know, things socially connected like this is fantastic for a lot of things, but of course, too much sort of wears us down. And so this is a great way to help relax the nervous system to improve things like quality of sleep, duration of sleep, et cetera, as well as just the phenomenal amount of minerals. You know, for a lot of folks, if you struggle with things like heartburn and you do take tablets for that, um, they're binding up the minerals in your diet. And so your, your capacity to absorb minerals is, is decreased. And so unfortunately, you do need to get more with, you know, the food that you're eating. So making sure that you're getting an array of, of vegetables and, and various forms of meat, but it's a nice way to have um, an added an added boost would be to include some more bone broth and to use things like sea salt, which we actually talked about, you know, mm -hmm. before the show here. But you can add that onto your food. You can add it actually a little bit more into your bone broth if you prefer more of a savory. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's a really good point is minerals. Um, another one of my favorite topics. Seems like we're hitting them all. I just am so passionate about the fact that well, we're either um, we're burning through a lot more of our minerals, but we're not getting nearly enough, and that partly is the quality of the soil and the diet we're, we're um, exposing our bodies to. And bone broth being one of the, a great way to get a plethora of minerals. And we know that minerals also help to keep the body more alkaline. 
And minerals are kind of the spark plugs and they help our cells work. And there's so there's so, so many important ones. So it's such a, a nourishing way to to replenish the body. And you really do feel so enriched when you do sip on bone broth. And it's something that I've always just introduced to my kids and they've loved it. I mean, even this week, my I know he's a bit old for a bottle, but he likes to have warm. He was sick. So warm uh, bone. He loves his warm bone broth in his bottle. And it's just like sipping that is very comforting um, all the time. But mostly when he's sick, he wants it in the bottle and uh, loving it and really enjoying it. And and I think you mentioned the the salt sea, specifically like an unrefined whole salt um, so, so important. And it's part of when you make bone broth, that whole picture, you know, you're adding it to the water and it gives it such a lovely taste. So it's something you can kind of add a pinch to if you wanted to give it a bit more of that salty flavor. And we don't need to be afraid of salt, especially the the unrefined kind of salt. And we need it to um, absorb so many nutrients as well. And it works on our digestion and and so system and so, so, so much more. Now, how does um, yeah, absolutely crucial for sure? How does how else does the co- different types of collagen benefit? Because there is different types, and you're saying chicken primarily is type two. Um, what other types of collagen can we find, and where are they helping our body out? So the um, organic will actually be coming out with a, a beef bone broth as well, but they're currently they're enhanced collagen, which is um, is a beef from grass-fed beef and that's a type one and type three collagen so now you know for myself we've talked mm-hmm. about having this tea in the evening and i add some of the collagen into the bone broth uh, to actually get up to what we call therapeutic dose if joints are sort of the main priority because we do need to get a pretty good dose of collagen upwards of eight to 15 grams um, but collagen is also really key for digestive function so you know unfortunately today you know western diet is so heavy in sugars processed foods processed carbohydrates that it really starts to wreak havoc on the gut. And if anyone, you know, listening in, if you're holding on to a bit more abdominal adiposity, if there's a little bit more belly fat, we tend to see in the research, it's getting quite clear actually that there's going to be more dysbiotic bacteria. So this is the bad quote unquote bacteria in the gut, which creates inflammation, worsens our blood sugar control, and actually starts to damage the lining of the gut. So you start to get, you know, if you imagine your gut wall like a, a brick wall, nothing gets through, all of a sudden you start to get these little gaps opening up, these little spaces between the bricks and of course that allows things from the gut to get into the bloodstream which shouldn't happen and so subsequently your body kicks off an inflammatory response so this low-grade inflammation can be you know systemic it can be sort of head to and all of a sudden you know the achy joints the foggy brain uh, or struggle with things like autoimmune type conditions this becomes a real uh, concern so things like collagen are crucial for sealing up the gut for providing the gut uh, with the nutrients that it needs to keep the cells really healthy and to keep that brick wall intact, um, as well as an amino acid called glutamine, which you also find in the bone broth. Um, those are good points. I like the idea of adding the collagen powder to your bone broth and sipping on that. I, I've used the enhanced collagen and I actually, I had some today because it's so easy to add to things to get that little extra protein, but not just protein, that collagen specific protein, which is so healing for the body. And I love the idea of getting that complete type one, two, three collagen when you mix those, those products and then also the mineral benefits of the bone broth and so on. Um, and, and, 
Now, how often should people be including bone broth into their, ideally, into their lifestyle? I mean, this is sort of up to the individual. It depends on, you know, if, for people just kind of getting started, if they're new to using something like a bone broth. And, you know, again, the ginger uh, is a fantastic formula. It's actually real ginger. It's not a flavored ginger. Um, and ginger also has wonderful immune boosting qualities as well, um, increasing antimicrobial protein. So back to this idea of, you know, keeping us cold and flu free, but, you know, having it in the evening, you know, at the end of the day, it's sort of a ritual as a way to decompress and unwind before bed is a great way. Um, the collagen also actually helps us suppress a hormone in the gut that makes you crave things, makes you hungry. Mm. So if you struggle with that two, three, four o'clock cravings, it's when you're sitting at your desk, um, a great way um, to suppress those cravings. Well, in the morning it's coffee, but in the afternoon, I prefer people not have a coffee at two or three. So <laughs> bone broth or collagen is a great way to do that, right? You're sitting at your desk all of a sudden. Now you get a nice, um, you know, cup of, of nutrients, collagen, amino acids, um, et cetera, to kind of get you through the day. So that's a good place to start. You know, the more you're struggling with, uh, whether it's joint conditions, digestive conditions, you know, then it can increase to, you know, a couple times a day, but it really is just food in a, in a bottle. So, you know, some supplements we do require, you know, certain amounts of, of, of processing, et cetera. Whereas, you know, this is really just, uh, you know, effectively a, a food in a bottle. Yeah. So how do they go about um, making the bone broth powder? Like what kind of bones are they using and what's that process look like to get to the package? Yeah. So um, one of the reasons why, you know, I've teamed up with Organica is just they're really committed to finding the highest quality um, ingredients. And so these are cage hens, um, you know, they are not, no GMO corn, no GMO, GMO soy, uh, rather, they're not fed any of those things. Um, they're able to expose to fresh air, water outside the barn, all that good stuff. Um, and of course, you know, then the product is simmered for, you know, anywhere from six to 12 hours. And from there, you know, using some of these industrial pressure cookers, you can actually, um, you know, extract in, in, in real time sort of a high quality uh, bone broth as much as you would, you know, very similar to what you'd get, from, you know, simmering something at home for, again, 6, 12, 24 hours. So the convenience part of this really becomes um, a major factor, especially for a lot of folks who, again, maybe are kind of tiptoeing around the idea or it feels like it's too much effort to be making that on their own. It's a great way to be able to, to add that in. And of course, like all of Organica's products, it's um, you know, third-party independent tested, um, and of course, organic ingredients, et cetera. So really, really high quality. So it's been uh, a great addition for me. I mean, I've been drinking bone broth for about five, six years now. So it's definitely, uh, I still make my own, but it's phenomenal for when I'm on the go and I'm traveling all these things to be able to get in a high quality drink like that as well. And it's something you can add. You don't have to just sip in hot water. I mean, that's how we, t we both enjoy it that way, but I also when I make bone broth, I use it to make food for my family. And so this could be used in the same application. If you're making a soup, now you have um, not only a bit more flavor and all that nutrition to kind of add to the food that you're cooking. So I like that aspect of it as well. And I think I've had a few people buy it based on that. It's just, oh, you know, I'm looking for that flavor, but it's nice to know that this is also that nutrition, nutritional side of it as well. And even when making your own bone broth, um, I'm sure like the quality. So you're talking about this will the Organica uh, method will give you um, the same quality as if you're making it at home. What are some of those 
things you look for when you are an avid bone broth maker? If your bone broth turns out, what are those things, your markers you're looking at? Well, I mean, in terms of who are making their own at home, I mean, obviously, this is number one. So, you know, taste is a huge thing for folks. Uh, now, if you're if you're a real aficionado, I'm, I'm, you know, it's much easier for people to enjoy the palate of, of various forms of, of savory or, or whatnot. But, you know, taste is massive to make sure that people can, you know, enjoy it, want to consume it on a regular basis. And so that was really you know, interesting in terms of the processes of developing this product, having a bit of back and forth and being able to sample, um, you know, the ginger product, et cetera, to get a, a honing in on the actual uh, taste of the, of the product. So it's it's great that they've been able to have, a, you know, an original, uh, which tastes more of a classic. So for people who are um, used to making bone broth, that's a great um, one to be adding into your regime, as well as what you mentioned there, which is basically, you know, for people who are stuck trying to make quick dinners, got little kids at home, et cetera, you know, using the broth, you throw some vegetables in there. If you've got any meats that you cooked up, uh, chicken and the baked chicken, et cetera, then it's a really quick dinner, which is fantastic. And as you mentioned, just a huge step up from using regular old uh, stock cubes in terms of the nutrient density that you're getting in the in the broth. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know something I always tell people if they are going to still try making their own, which we do encourage, whether you're using the bone broth powder or not, um, when you're when your broth is done, um, some people can be thrown off the first time if they find it looks a little bit like jello when it's cooled. But we always know that's a good sign. And that's um, the collagen in there. And that's what we want. One of the aspects we want. So we know it's good if it kind of turns out that jelly like consistency. And and of course, we know the Organica one has that collagen aspect in it as well. And some of the, sure. the and, that, and that gelatin, it's just to jump in there, that gelatin and collagen are, are the same in terms of their amino acid profile. But of course, the gelatin, which is what you're mentioning there, is just that thicker, you know, it, it's what makes up sort of the jellies. And so that's kind of one of the benefits of having a product that's, you know, uh, been processed is that we can turn it into a collagen, which then makes it just dissolve a little bit easier. So that's a good point. Folks who get put off by that, right? <laughs> you're not going to have the thick. Jelly. That is a good point. And sometimes people, I, I forgot, sometimes I use that interchangeably, but they are slightly different in the sense that that gelatin will get thick when it's cold and, and collagen will dissolve easily and it makes it very, a very nice to use. Thing. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, so we have more rest, which I love your tip about we need more sleep because everyone feels it. Everyone knows, you know, I've just been draggy. Like it's harder to get out of bed in the morning. You're already starting to feel that way. Um, and, and I like the tip that we just simply need to try to get more sleep, which for some sounds impossible, but I think if you can do it, you're more efficient in the day. And you you know, if you're, if you're getting more sleep, you, you, you'll, you'll use the hours you're awake for better things and you'll, be better at it and faster at it. And so you don't need, you don't have to drag it on if, as, if you're exhausted all the time. And vitamin D being so, so important was another really good mention. I mean, it's so foundational, but yet so forgotten. And let's not forget about our kids with that. I mean, they're little, but they're, they're not, they're still not getting the D like um, the adults would and, and, and that you can get your D tested with your doctor. Um, and, is, and we have a few minutes left. Is there any tips on, um, just because you are into to movement, is there any um, thoughts of just motivating people to still move when it's cold out or some simple ways to kind of get that lifestyle piece kind of put into this picture? Absolutely. Well, 
actually, we'll just circle back quickly to the sleep piece. I just want to reiterate that, yeah, if you're actually getting six hours or less sleep for about two weeks, your cognitive function is the same as if you'd had 24 hours with no sleep. Uh, so it has a massive impact on cognitive function, productivity, et cetera. So just, yeah, adding a few more hours of sleep is, is a great way to, to upgrade overall health, productivity, everything, mood as well. Um, and when we talk about movement, this is, again, where uh, we always think of the sun as vitamin D, whereas just the exposure to light sets these what are called circadian rhythms, your daily natural mm. patterns. And so what we tend to fall into in Canada, especially in the winter months, is that people, again, go from their warm house, to their warm car, to their warm office, and they don't step outside. Mm. And even on a gray, cloudy day, you're going to get 100,000 looks of light intensity, which if you went in the brightest room of your office or house, you'd only get 10,000. Hmm. That exposure to morning light is really key for helping to set uh, your daily patterns in terms of hormonal patterns, how well you feel, how sharp you feel. And if we tie that into movement, it's just a great way to say, hey, maybe I can get up and go for a minute walk to the coffee shop, wherever, mm -hmm. and then come back home. Maybe I can park a little further away from the train at the go station and just walk an extra five or eight or 10 minutes, uh, take the stairs, that kind of thing. Any more movement we can get in the day, maybe it's a walking meeting, maybe it's going out for lunch a few blocks over. Um, but movement is so crucial for not only the immune system, because unlike the cardiovascular system, there's no pump for the immune system. So mm. we need this movement and heat, um, but as well as just in terms of things like mood, um, vitality, et cetera. That's so wonderful. Thank you so much, uh, Dr. Mark Bubbs uh, from Toronto, but as reaching us today from the UK. Thank you so much for that insight today. No problem. Thanks so much for having me on. And have a great day. Come into Goodness Me and get yourself some naturally raised chicken and make yourself some bone broth or pick up some quick ready, ready make bone broth powder and enjoy it by the cup or by the soup pot full. And always um, peruse our organic produce department and get yourself nourished. Goodness Me is also very excited uh, to announce that our very own and much loved Sandy Pomeroy will be launching a grain-free goodness cookbook, her first ever cookbook. Um, after at least 18 years of cooking classes with Goodness Me, she is uh, much loved and much followed. And so look for the for its release early November. You can keep checking online at goodnessme.ca or our social media accounts uh, to see when that will hit the shelves in at our Goodness Me locations. And now is also a great time to try Tints of Nature for a damage-free and high-performance hair color. And remember, the power to change your health is in your hands and the time to do it is now. Have a great week.